Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, man, this episode is going to be a little different. Today, I was going to, you know, actually talk about, I don't know, some of the games that came on yesterday, some new music uh, that came out. But, man, things are hitting home. Things are hitting hard right now. You know, the NBA, um, you know, they pretty much just suspended the rest of their basketball games. I don't know if it's for the rest of the season or not, but they – but the, but the three games that were going to get played today are not getting played. The players are boycotting, and I, you know what? I don't blame them. Um, all the things that are happening in Wisconsin right now um, with the seventeen-year-old kid who had this semi-automatic weapon and uh, you know killed a couple of protesters and injured another. Um, you know. The players are speaking, and, you know, they're willing to give up their millions, um, you know, to make a stand. Um, I don't really see this uh, ending anytime soon. I think the season's over, and I think they're going to make a stand. And, uh, you know, I I can't blame them. You know, I'm a news-watching family. You know, my wife loves watching news. I like to watch the news with her. And uh, my kid always makes jokes um, about, you know, you're always watching news. I'm not watching news. I want to watch something else. But he watched the news with us. You know, and uh, it's a time in history where I, I can't have my son watch the news with me and uh, because I, I have too much to explain. You know, it's like one of the first times, you know, like the past year or two, it's, it's just been a time where he can't watch the news with me. And that's sad. You know, um, so much going on in the world. You know, he's five years old, having to explain to him what death is, what you know, what a murder is. And, and I'm, I'm not going to explain that to him. I'd rather just him not see it. You know, growing up where I came from, in Shreveport, Louisiana, you know, you see death, you know, you see homicides and things of that nature at a fairly young age. Um, you're affected by it. You have family members who have probably been, you know, um, who has succumbed to the streets, uh, who have, you know, been laid to rest that way. Um, but you don't want to have to explain it to your, to your child. And so I, that's the position that I that I am in. So parents, man, are you guys going through the same thing where you don't want uh, your kid to watch the news now with you because you don't want to explain what's going on in this world? Um, I explain it to them to the best of my ability. So I let them know what's going on because you know I'm a I'm a black man. My kid's going to grow up a black man, and uh, you know there's just certain things that. You know, as a black man, we got to be very cognizant about um, that. I don't think a lot of other races have to uh, have to worry about. Um, you know, you got to put that 110 percent in the, to equal that 100 um, percent. And it's just things that we have to teach our son, and uh, it's things that my mom taught me. Um, and that uh, the eyes are going to always be on you. You're going to be looked at as a fear uh, to to people because of the color of your skin. And that you're going to be looked at uh, as as inferior to others because of color skin. So you got you have to overcome all that, all of it. You have to overcome it all. Um, people are going to fear you because you you might be muscular. You know, my kid's going to be a big kid. You know, he's he's a stocky kid, and so you know he's going to be a, a thick kid. So people are going to be intimidated by him. So that's I got to kind of you know kind of caress that side of him to basically you know almost be a gentle giant. You know, 
Um, I don't come across as being the angry guy, you know, so because things like uh, what's been happening lately can happen to you. Um, I, I'm, I'm just disturbed by it, guys, you know, but, you know, I, I am definitely I am so, uh, you know, gracious and happy that these players are stepping up. They are willing to risk their, their livelihood to assure that, you know, some demands get met. You know, this is the first part when it comes to the protest and gets uh, – like you know, like Chris Weber said today, there has to be a plan. But part of the plan is the initiation phase of this, and in the initiation phase is being heard. Um, the eyes are 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 on these NBA players right now because they did step up and decide to forfeit a game. Um, you know, basically suspend the rest of the season. And I've heard rumors. I'm not sure how true these rumors are, but I've heard rumors that the um, Raptors are packed up and left the bubble. And if that's the case, then there are no there are going to be no gains for them for the next 14 days for those players. That's that's the rumor that I heard. Um, but we shall see. Um, but uh, it's going to be very interesting to to see how this plays out. Um, you know, players like Muhammad Ali, one of the greatest athletes of all time. You know, the Bill Russells. Yeah, you know, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, the Jim Browns. Um, who um, I don't know if I want to include Jim Brown in this anymore, but uh, you know some of the guys who have you know fought for the civil rights of others, um, the actors like Sidney Poitier, um, you know guys who who are in the forefront, um, you know Harry Belafonte, guys who are on the forefront of the civil rights movement, they'll be so proud. They are the ones who are still living and the ones who aren't still you know like living will or would have been so proud of. What the NBA guys are doing, they're standing up for a cause. This is playoff season. This is, you know, to cement people's legacies with championships and, uh, and things of nature, plus the added pay, uh, the whole nine. They're already, the pay was already not there because of the season being suspended earlier. And these guys are willing to say, I'm I'm done with this right now. And, uh, you know, I applaud them. And, um, you know, I was watching the news today after all this, and uh, a politician came on basically and said, you know, the NBA players aren't protesting, um, you know, blacks killing blacks in Chicago. And it's like, that's just so, uh, that's that's the, the so, you know, back at you answer, which is the dumbest thing ever. Um, but I guarantee you the cops are definitely arresting those blacks who are killing each other. Um, they're not letting them walk around underage at the age of 17 with a semi-automatic weapon. Uh, through street after curfew, not happening. Uh, guarantee you, if I would have walked down the street with a semi automatic weapon in my neighborhood, the cops would call me. The cops would be called immediately and I'd be asked a bunch of questions and probably in jail, you know. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, amazing to see that this this kid, because that's what he is, he's 17 years old. First of all, you know, they like to talk about the Chicago thing and the and the homicide rate in Chicago. And I'm from Louisiana, and so we had one of the highest homicide rates when I was growing up. You know, 1994 was one of the roughest years. And we used to always say, 94, if you grew up in the state of Louisiana and, like, you're living to tell it and you grew up in the neighborhoods that we grew up in, uh, you were a lucky one, you know? Um, so I was a lucky one. Um, but, uh, you know... It's it's just it's just so so strange to you know like to see and 
and stuff like that because everybody says, you know, where are the parents when these kids are in Chicago, you know, supposedly killing each other? Where are the parents? Where are the, where are the parents? How, how are they getting these guns? Well, I don't hear anybody screaming, where's this kid's parents? And how did he get this semi-automatic weapon? Um, there, uh, there are a lot of people who would jump into his defense right now. And I, I, I think it's sickening um, because, you know, we as a people, we don't get that opportunity to be, um, to, to get the benefit of the doubt. Um, we don't, we don't get the benefit of the doubt. And it's sad to see that we don't get the benefit of the doubt, but a lot of people jump on this guy's side, uh, basically saying he, it's self-defense. Um, what is a 17 year old kid doing out with a semi-automatic weapon? And then he walks by and the cops don't even stop him after he basically shot these guys and he puts his hands up in the air and walks with his air with his semi-automatic weapon slung across his chest and he's walking and the cops just pass by him and the cops guess what they say they had tunnel vision they didn't see him <laughs> oh man tunnel vision really yeah okay um guys some things are going to change, and they have to change. And uh, you saw Kenny Smith today. He walked off stage. Um, he he said he's with the players, and he walked off stage. He almost came to tears. Chris Weber had one of the most uh, insightful and, and and one of the most well put together uh, responses to this movement. Um, man, thank God for guys like LeBron James. Uh, you know, he is probably my favorite athlete, probably all the time. I'm not saying he's the greatest all time. I didn't say that, guys. He's my favorite because of what he does on and off the court. Um, he never gets celebrated enough for not being in any trouble. He's never in any trouble. He is married to the woman he's been with since middle school. Has his children by that same woman. He's never in any trouble, guys. No DUIs, no no uh, uh, crazy tabloid stories, none of that, none of that. All he does is play basketball when social issues come up that – uh, could have affected him if he wasn't playing basketball or could affect his children if his children didn't grow up in the environment that they're in now, which is a, a really great environment. If they grew up in the environment that he was in, these certain things could have affected his children. These things are probably still affecting some of his family members in, 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 in Akron and things of that nature. And so, yeah, he uh, is, is definitely speaking up and he is walking the walk and talking the talk when it comes to... Um, everything that's happening right now with the social injustice issues. Um, that's why, that's why he's my favorite athlete because he, he knows that he has a platform and with that platform, he can be able to change a bunch of lives and he is changing a bunch of lives and he's putting, bringing awareness to things that are happening. And he understands that a guy of his magnitude can, can bring awareness. And so he, he does that. Um, that's so lovely about, you know, the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Muhammad Ali and, you know, Bill Russell. I mean, talking about an activist, man, from the start, I mean, Bill Russell was an activist and he still is to the core today. I love seeing him talk and just hearing stories, but we have to figure out, guys, how do we, how do we tell our children about these things? You know, I, like I said, I can't even let my kid watch the news with me. It's a, it's a cruel world out there now. Um, and we have to figure out what, um, how do, we, how do we do this, guys? How how do we do this? I'm I'm out of words. Uh, 
kudos to the NBA players, man. And everybody's talking about the NBA players that they should just shut up and dribble. They're saying that, hey, if they don't want to play, uh, then, you know, let somebody else come up and play. They're just selfish, you know, people. Let's talk about the baseball guys who did the same thing. I, I, I wonder why they're not talking about the baseball guys, uh, but they're talking about the NBA guys. I think we know why they're talking about the NBA guys and not the baseball guys. Um, yeah, one of these is not like the other. Uh, so, that, you know, th- this is America. Um, but guys, man, on that note, man, uh, I- I- I'm out of words. Uh, do you guys. Don't be afraid to fail. I'll grow your environment. Understand your brilliance, man. On that note, man, I love you guys. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. It's a rough road out there. Be safe, man. We'll tune in to you guys next Tuesday, guys, man. Love you guys. I am out.